Hey, you beautiful angel. Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Megan Turley, and I'm here to give you all the details about being an entrepreneur, running your own business, discovering your passion and turning it into a profitable business, leaving the nine to five corporate life, and creating a life that you truly love and enjoy. I successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business, and now I'm here to help you do the same. I hope by tuning in, it inspires you to take the steps to create the life you really want to live. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm so freaking excited that you're here. Enjoy the show. Hello, family. Welcome to this week's episode of the Female CEO Show, and this is a very special episode. Like, I cannot even believe we are at episode 100, and also, weirdly enough, the two-year anniversary of the podcast. So, Wow. (laughs) Um, The last two years have just flown by and I can't even believe that I've been podcasting this long. So thank you for being here. If you are brand new, welcome. If you are a longtime podcast fan, thank you. Thank you. Um, You guys are awesome. And I really wanted to do something special to celebrate this 100th episode because it is a big deal and you really do have to celebrate the wins within your business. So this week, if you listen to the podcast, share it on your socials, and leave a review for the podcast, I am going to give you a free 30-minute coaching call. And that is not something that I ever offer just because, you know, it is um, a big time block of scheduling. But I want to do this for you guys because I know that so many people need it. And so that's all that you have to do is just listen to this episode, share on your stories, and leave a review of the podcast, screenshot your review, and tag me in your story share, okay? And you can send your review to me on Instagram at Megan Turley Coaching. Um, Super simple, okay? Easy. But as soon as I get both of those things from you guys, I will reach out to get a call set up with you, okay? So this week, I thought it would be really good just to do an episode on my biggest lessons in business to this point. And hopefully help you guys from making some of the same mistakes that I did and just give you some really good insight on everything that I've learned basically. All right. So let's dive in. I have, I don't have a ton of these, but the ones that I do have, I feel like are super impactful. So the first one, and I feel like the most important is invest in your business now. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I preach investing in your business because it is never money wasted. It will always come back to you in some form or fashion. Even if you feel like it wasn't a good investment, you are still learning lessons along the way. Like I will tell you guys, over last summer, I worked with a new coach that I did not jive with at all. Um, His methods were just not right for me. Um, They were very masculine. He was very used to working with men. Um, But I went with him because he had a really strong social media presence and he had a ton of reviews. Now, (laughs) you should not hire a coach just based on those things. You should hire a coach based on whether you actually jive with them, their energy, their methods, their experience, and not just what their social media looks like. And I've been seeing this a lot, especially in the beauty industry. And it's like, we think that, oh, because someone has so many followers and they have all these screenshots of reviews, like that must mean they know how to run a business. It doesn't. 
It doesn't at all. Guys, I can tell you this from very personal experience. The coach that I'm working with right now, she has under a thousand followers and she is by far and wide, probably the best coach that I've ever worked with thus far because she doesn't care about the followers. Sorry, this topic kind of divulged into another one, but that's okay. You get the idea. Investing in your business is so important, but you do need to do your research on who you invest with. Just because they have thousands of followers, just because they might be able to share some reviews, that doesn't mean diddly squat, okay? It matters if they have done what you are trying to do. It matters that they have proof of that. And that proof does not mean social media followers, okay? It really doesn't. Anyone can build a following, okay? Some people are very, very good at marketing themselves. Good marketing does not equate to a successful business, okay? So be really mindful of that. The next time you are looking for someone to invest with, depending on what it is that you're looking for, you know, whether that's marketing or sales or content or just a business mentor and coach, you should be reaching out and having conversations with these people before you hire them. And I realize not everyone works this way. I know that it can be intimidating to reach out to people that you don't know and just start a conversation with them. But if your money and your business kind of depends on you making a good investment, these are the steps that you should be taking before you give someone your money. Hopefully that makes sense. And I've told you guys many times before, I will say it again, the number one regret that I have in my business is that I did not hire a coach sooner because I was so caught up in that headspace of, well, I'm barely making any money in my business. How am I going to be able to afford to hire a coach? But I ended up just making the decision two years later than I should have that I was just going to figure it out. I got myself into a different headspace of, I don't care. I'm going to make this work. And you have to have that mindset in your business of this is do or die. Like we don't have any plan B. And some people might say, well, that's really stupid. You know, that's not planning well. Listen, if you, even if you do have a plan B, even if you can get yourself into the mindset of, I have to make this work because otherwise I'm, going back to corporate, or I'm going back to, you know, waxing at European waxing, or I'm going back to work at that spa that I hated that I said I would never go back to again. Whatever the scenario is, even if you do have somewhere else that you can technically go to work, if you can get yourself into that mindset of my business will work because I say it will, and I'm going to figure it out regardless of what is thrown at me, you are going to be so much better off in the long run. You should never go into investing in your business with the mindset of, oh, well, I hope this works. Uh, I'm placing all my hopes and dreams on this one coach or this one content creator, whatever it is. You cannot do that. Any investment made into your business at the end of the day, it is up to you to get the most out of that investment. Coaches, we don't have control over you guys. We really don't. Like I can give you, this has happened to me before, guys. I can literally give someone all of the tools for success, but if they don't do the work, they're not going to see the results. Actually, weirdly enough, my very first coaching client that I ever signed, 
I was having the same conversations with her over and over and over again for almost two months. And she just was refusing to take action on anything. And it was to the point of where I was like, okay, my time is being wasted. Her time is being wasted because she's not committed. Her money is being wasted because she's not committed. You have to go into an investment with the mindset of, I'm going to make this work. Like I'm going to get my money's worth out of this investment. Guys, those are the coaching clients that I love working with because they are so committed. They are so connected with me. We're vibing. We're talking about things on a daily basis. Those are the people that get, that get results. That's just the long and the short of it. But the sooner you invest in your business, the sooner you will see huge return on that investment, okay? And you have to get yourself out of that mindset of, oh, well, I have to, you know, check my finances and make sure I'm in a good place for it. Like, if you keep thinking like that, you will never, ever get out of it. There's there's gonna be times where you just have to jump. You have to take that leap of faith and say, okay, I've got enough to make this first month payment. And I'm going to jump into it. And I know that I'm going to make enough to make the second month payment. That's exactly what I did, you guys. I was like, I know that I can cover this first payment to get us started. And I know working with this coach, like she's going to be able to show me methods. I'm going to change things right away. I'm going to work my ass off. And that's what happened. And every single month, you guys, I had the money to pay my first coach. And sure, it was tight some months. Yeah, I absolutely had to cut back. And I also knew what was going on with my finances. I also was very aware of the money that I was spending and the money that I was bringing in. I knew how many clients I had to have daily, weekly, and monthly to be able to not only cover this new investment in a business coach, but to also you know, cover my overhead and to pay my own personal bills. I was very aware of those things, you guys, and I still, I still am today. So get into that mindset figure it out. And I, I <laughs> there are going to be some people that don't resonate with that, but I do think um, a lot of tough love is now required in coaching of, I can give you everything that you need, but at the end of the day, it is up to you. It really, really is. So invest in your business now, yesterday, last year, get going and figure it out as soon as you can, because the sooner you hire a coach, is the sooner that you're going to be a lot farther along in your business. Okay. I am literal living proof of that. Um, my coaching clients are living proof of that. It just, the results speak for themselves. Okay. You can talk to anyone that has been in business for any amount of time. Chances are they're going to tell you either they've never invested in a coach because they don't want to cough up the investment to do it, or they have invested in a coach and it's changed their business for the better. Okay. Now, lesson number two, this is a really big one, and you're going to think that I am very um, glass half empty, pessimistic on this one, but do not trust anyone. Do not trust anyone. Your business is your business. And oh, if I could tell you guys the number of times I have seen businesses be destroyed, have a huge wrench thrown in them because you got into business with someone that you shouldn't have gotten into business with, or you hired someone that you really should not have hired, or you brought someone in that really was not a good fit for your business. 
And I have been through this multiple times in my business, you guys. When I was very first opening the Glow Lounge, this was way, way back in 2020. And I had connected with a girl that was um, living super close to me. She was always liking my posts. We eventually got together for coffee. We chatted. Um, she actually became a facial client of mine. And the better I got to know her, the better I got to understand her and build a relationship as you do with your clients, right? And she was very artistic, very creative. And I said, hey, what would you think about maybe learning permanent makeup? And she was like, oh my gosh, I have been looking into this for so long. I really want to do it. I said, okay, well, I'm getting ready to expand my space and I would love to bring you in and have you do permanent makeup. And so we ended up like I paid for half of her training. We went out to um, Salt Lake together so she could do um, permanent makeup classes, paid for half the trip. And um, <laughs> we get back, we open the Glow Lounge and she came to me and she was like, hey, um, I wasn't expecting to pay booth rent. Like I thought you were bringing me on as an employee. There was a lot of miscommunication with this person. And I never said that I was bringing her on as an employee because I did not want employees. I wanted someone to booth rent or be 1099 and just run their own business. And <laughs> for her, it was going to be booth rent. And she, she was super nervous about it, which I get it. And I said, okay, like, I'll cut you some slack. You know, this first month in here, you get your business up and running and we'll plan on starting rent the next month. Well, the next month came around and she pulled the whole same song and dance. And I said, okay, listen, like, I got it. I know that this is hard. You've got kids. Your husband works full time, yada, yada. I will give you one more month and I'm happy to do that. So she got two, two months free rent for me. And this is someone that I was like actively promoting on all of my marketing. This is someone that I was literally sending clients to. Like I was telling my clients, hey, go book with her. The people that she had, the clients that she had booked were my clients. So I was literally feeding her money. And at the end of that second month, she was getting really upset with me. She said, I don't know why you expect me to pay money. I said, listen, we've got a signed contract <laughs> basically saying that you should have already been paying me rent, but I let you slide on that because I trusted you and because I consider you a friend. And she did not like that at all. Um, she basically said that I was being selfish and for everything that she had done for me, helping me get the studio up and running, um, I should just basically let her continue to do what she had been doing, which was free rent, not paying anything. <laughs> I said, no. Um, I basically told her in no uncertain terms that she needed to start paying me rent right away. And I came in one morning and she had moved everything out and she had stuck me with a booth rental signed contract um, that she basically owed me $5,000. And that is because I trusted someone. And I have a million and one of these stories, you guys, of trusting the wrong people. And trust me when I tell you that when business and money gets involved, People change very, very quickly. It does not matter how well you think you know someone or how close you are, how long you've known them. It doesn't matter how similar you are. 
please take it from me. Do not form a partnership with anyone, okay? Unless that person is maybe your spouse. But even then, um, things can always go wrong, okay? You have to have such a clear understanding of what is happening. You have to have very clear boundaries. You have to have such a relationship with someone and it has to be the right type of person that it is next to impossible to do. I I will tell you that. So please be very, very cautious who you trust, whether you are just running space from someone, whether you are working side by side with someone and you are both trying to grow roughly the same business, please don't trust anyone. At the end of the day, you are basically the only person that you can trust and maybe your spouse or your partner, you know? Um, number three, read your contracts. It is astounding to me how many women just sign on the dotted line and have no idea what they're signing. I'm going to tell you guys another story. This was back when I was trying to get certified with derma, um, dermaplane. And <laughs> I went through a very, very well-known company. I shall not name names, but their contract. So I signed up for their online course got like the login info and everything. And at that time you had to actually log in to be able to read their contract, which I see now that they did for a very specific purpose. And this company's contract actually had a non-compete in it, even though it was just to learn how to dermaplane. It said it was wild. It said something to the effect of, I am now um, basically not an employee, but an affiliate of this company, and I cannot do dermaplaning underneath any other company. And it was like, uh, okay, well, I own my own business. Like, I'm not affiliated with you at all, other than buying your products and learning how to dermaplane. And when I um, emailed the company and I just said, hey, I'm just asking about this NDA, I really don't feel comfortable signing it. And they came back and said, oh, well, it looks like you've already accessed the course materials because I had to log in to even see the contract to even get started on anything. They said, oh, you've already accessed the course materials, so we can't provide you a refund. So sorry. And I went back and forth with them and I was like, it got pretty ugly at one point. Like you could tell that the snarkiness and just the unprofessional nature on their side, I was like, I will never use this company ever, ever again. And I'm so glad that I read that contract. And this has happened multiple times to me, you guys, when I was working in freelance makeup, there were times that I would have a contract in front of me that said along the same lines, like an NDA and a non-compete. And it's just like, yes, sometimes I get it. An NDA is necessary. Like it is just especially if you're doing trainings and you're giving people like your wealth of knowledge. Yes. Sometimes an NDA is necessary, but a non-compete when you are just doing trainings is absolutely freaking wild to me. And especially a company of this level, I was like, gross. So please, please, please read your contracts. And this is especially speaking, if you are going to work for someone else, if you're going to be 1099 or booth rental, which is the same thing in the eyes of the IRS reminder, or a W-2, 
you need to read your employment contracts, you guys. This is absolutely imperative. Do not ever think that that person has your best interest at heart because they do not. Any contract that is put in front of you is written in favor of the person that gave it to you. And this is speaking from my own experience as well. Any booth rental contract I had was always in favor of me because I'm going to protect me and my business, okay? And it is on you to protect you and yours. Now, this next one, inspiration and motivation fades. You have to develop discipline. And this is something that I see a lot of younger girls struggling with. Like it is not easy to run a business. It is not all hearts and flowers and aesthetic content and pretty pictures and, oh, all my clients are amazing and I'm so blessed. Well, yes, but there are going to be days where you feel like you're dying, that you are underwater, that you don't know where to turn and you don't know when it's going to get better. That is the nature of the beast, you guys. That is the nature of being self-employed, is you taking the hits because it's on you, right? And if you don't develop the discipline and the ability to pick yourself up month after month, year after year, you have to develop that. Otherwise, you are not going to last. You just won't. It's like working out. It's like eating well. It's like anything else in life. If you don't develop that, it will crush you, okay? Like just being very bluntly honest, there are going to be days where you would much rather sit on the couch and watch Netflix and work on your business. There are going to be days where you want to sleep in. There are going to be days when you would rather do anything but work on your business. And please don't take this as me saying, don't take care of yourself, put your business first. Like you absolutely do have to take care of yourself. But I really believe that we float such a fine line in our society and culture right now of, oh, self-care, self-care, self-care. Well, yes, self-care is important, but the work is also very important and you will never, ever get ahead. You will never have a successful, profitable, long-term business if you don't develop that discipline and that mental fortitude of, yeah, I feel kind of crappy today, but I'm going to go ahead and do a little bit of work anyways. I'm not telling you guys to run yourself into the ground. Been there, not fun. Been there many times. But if you do not develop, like I said, that discipline, the mental fortitude, the I'm going to pick myself up and dust myself off for the 100th time because I know that my business is worth working for. I know that the life I desire is worth working for. I know that God's purpose for me is worth working for. You're never going to get anywhere, guys. I really hate to say that, but when I talk to younger business owners, I'm like, you guys got to put your big girl panties on. Like, we got to suck it up and work because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's really going to get you to where you want to be. Okay. These are all hard truths and very um, constructive criticism and tough love, but business owners have to hear this stuff. This next one do the hard stuff, do it. There are so many business owners that refuse to bet on themselves and just buckle down and do the work. Like you might've seen this silly quote, like the magic that you're looking for is in the work that you're avoiding. It will not just happen. It won't. You can quote unquote manifest it all you want, but you still have to do the work. And yes, God is going to bless you, but God does not bless people that don't get up and do the work. 
you have to do the hard stuff, the stuff that you think you can't do, the stuff that you maybe have never done before. You have to give it your all. And you might fail. That's okay. A failure is just a lesson, you guys. That's another one. Get that out of your head. The thought of, I never fail, like I can't fail. You will. Just accept that now. You will fail. Guys, I failed so many times. There's so many different things. And I learn a big lesson every single time, okay? But you got to get your butt up and do the hard stuff that you're avoiding. That's going to be different for all of us. Maybe you're dealing with stuff in your personal life that you need to face up to. Maybe you're dealing with a relationship that you have to face the hard facts about. Maybe you're dealing with stuff in your business that just seems insurmountable. This is all mindset work, you guys. This is all mindset. And if you don't get a handle on your mindset and face the hard stuff, you will forever be running away from it. And you will, weirdly enough, forever be running away what you are actually capable of. Okay. I know that sounds a little crazy, but if you don't actually do the hard work, you will never, ever know what you are capable of and what is possible for you and your business in your life. All right. Now, this next one kind of goes hand in hand with all of this. It's don't beat yourself up. I am incredibly hard on myself, mostly because of how I I was raised. My husband is also very hard on himself. So we both deal with having these huge expectations of ourselves and can often kind of crash and burn when we don't hit those expectations. And I am still learning this myself, but it is so important to give yourself grace. And especially if you are a newer business owner, there is so much that you don't know that you cannot beat yourself up every time that you make a quote unquote wrong decision or a bad investment or trust someone that you shouldn't have trusted or you learned a really hard lesson. Like that is okay. It is part of the process. And all that you can do is just do your best. Like I said, this first couple of years in business, you are going to learn so, so much. And all that matters is that you learn from it and you do differently next time. You cannot beat yourself up every single time because if you do, you'll get to a point of hating this. You will get to a point of being like, what? what is even the purpose anymore? And I don't want you to get into that mindset. You have to give yourself grace and understand that you're doing something that you've probably never done before. And that right there is commendable, right? You're doing something that a lot of people won't do. And that is the hard work. That is commendable. You are making investments you are, you know, probably losing some sleep. You are probably changing your priorities. And that is the hard stuff to do that most people won't do. Okay. So it's very, very commendable and you should never beat yourself up for that. You just kind of have to change your mindset a little bit of, okay, I'm learning. Like I'm a novice at this and that's okay. I'm doing brand new things and I'm doing the best that I can. Bet on yourself. That's another big one for me. I I am the person that is ridiculously tenacious. And if I feel that I am being led to something for a very specific uh, very specific purpose, I will not let up on that. And that is one thing that I know sets me apart from a lot of people is just the sheer tenacity that I have with my businesses and with my life. 
I don't accept less. And anytime, mm-hmm. anytime I find myself getting ready to accept less, I got to remember, excuse my language, who the fuck I am and the purpose that God has for me. So I will always bet on myself and bet on God to help me with the process. And so many of you are scared to do that. So many of you are afraid to say, you know what? Nothing else has worked up to this point. What do I have to lose? I'm going to go all in. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to invest in my business, whether that means, you know, going out on your own, whether that means your first retail location, whether that means, you know, bringing on a booth renter, whether that means hiring a coach, whether that means, you know, hiring an investment manager. It could mean anything for you, but bet on yourself and then work your ass off. That's all that you have to do, you guys. That that is literally like an easy recipe to success right there. And this last one, bring God into your business. There is a weird mindset with a lot of Christians, I find, and bringing God into their business. It's like, oh, no, we have to keep God separate. No, you actually don't. And I am living proof of what can happen when you bring God directly into your business. When you are praying over your business, you're praying over your current clients, you're praying for the people who are going to be your clients. You are asking God to come into your business and your life and change it for the good of you and for his purpose for you and for his glory. And guys, this is a cool thing. God will literally never steer you wrong. He will never put something in your path that is not meant to be there. And if doors shut, you guys know this. If doors shut, I let them shut. Like I'm not trying to reopen that because God shut it for a reason. And (laughs) I just, I could talk about this all day long, but if you are a Christian woman who has been wanting to bring God into her business, but you're just not sure how, or you are afraid. Um, I know that it can be so scary. And so many people say, well, God shouldn't be in business. A hundred percent. Yes. God should be in your business because the minute you bring him in is the minute he will start to bless you even more. And that's the minute that you also open up a whole nother gateway of reaching others for him and for doing his purpose and his will for your life. And when you're doing that, you will never be steered wrong. That's that's the really cool part. So I hope you guys love this episode this week. Um, these are just the biggest things for me. I could, like I said, go on and on and on about this, but I really want you to take these to heart and really go full force in your business this year. Or if you don't have a business yet, start one. If you are feeling led by the Holy Spirit to start a business, there is a reason for that. He put something on your heart and you need to dive in deep, okay? And remember, if you really like this episode, if you love this podcast, I am doing the very special 30-minute coaching call to anyone who listens to this episode. You share it on your stories, and you leave a podcast review, okay? And remember to tag me in your stories and send me a screenshot of your review on Instagram at Megan Turley Coaching, okay? And it doesn't matter if you're listening to this episode weeks after it aired, I will still honor this for anyone who listens to this episode and does those two things, okay? I love you guys so, so much. I'm so excited 
for what this year is going to bring for all of us, for the podcast, for everyone who listens to my business, to your business. I am just thrilled. And thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being here on this crazy ride. And I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next week. Okay. Thank you so much for listening today. Before you go, would you love a free business strategy call? This is an amazing step towards creating your own business. Or if you're already a business owner, a beautiful time to chat with me and see where your business could maybe use a little bit of help. If that sounds like a hell yes, all you have to do is leave an honest review about the show wherever you listen to the podcast. Take a screenshot and send it to me, Megan at MeganTurleyCoaching.com and I'll get in touch with you to schedule your free business strategy call. I am so excited to chat with you and help you start and grow your business. Bye for now, angels. Mwah.